Robert Sapp here. Welcome to the Trinity Word Ministry Podcast. Tonight's title for the podcast is What? Me Worry? It's easier said than done to keep from worrying, keep from thinking about things. I mean, especially, you know, the years, the last two years that we've had, things have happened. Don't know what the new year is going to hold, but by this time next week, we will be fully into a new year. So, how can I say not to worry? How can the Bible say not to worry? Matthew 6 and 27. Matthew chapter 6, verse 27 says, Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why? Take ye thought for raiment. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Worry causes stress. Stress causes more worry. Psalms 31 have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Mine eyes consume with grief, yea, my soul and my belly. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sighing. My strength faileth because of mine iniquity, and my bones are consumed. It's easy to be able to say, don't worry, be happy, as the old song says. But how do you not worry? How do you go through this world not worrying? I was asked one time, I evangelize, not as a full-time job. This is not how I pay my bills. This, this is just what God has called me to do, and this is what I enjoy doing. But I work at a utility company, and I was sitting in a meeting, and the meeting wasn't going so well for me, to be honest with you. It was uh, quite stressful. I had directors and other people sitting there talking to me and throwing tasks my way and asking me of questions. And, we took a break, and I'm just sitting there, and one of the individuals, one of the members there in the room looked at me and said, wow, what kind of drugs are you taking? Because we've thrown a lot of stuff at you, and you're just sitting there calm and cool, collected. I want what you're taking. Well, I'm not on any drugs. And I was asked one time how and what I do. When I get stressed, when I feel weighed down, when I get overburdened and overwhelmed. And most of the time when I feel like I'm way in over my head, which is pretty much all the time here lately, I go to the Lord. I find my refuge. I find my solace. I, I find my comfort in the Bible. I tell people that I, I climb in the Bible, not a bottle. This is the best way 
to relieve stress. Reading God's promises. Well, you may be asking yourself, well, where should I read and what should I do? You go from Genesis to Revelation and then back again. And you just keep doing that. And you let God lead and direct and guide you for where he wants you to read. Read John. Read the book of John. Read read the, the book of Matthew. Read the book of Psalms. Read Proverbs. Read whatever that's in the book Bible. There is your comfort. There is your peace. There is your... And it's not the words that's on the page. And it's not even the book, to be honest with you. It's who the book represents. The Bible is God's inerrant word. Unfallible and unshakable. And we look and we see what he done for people of David. And we see what he done for Elijah and Elisha. And we see what he done in the Old and the New Testament. We see in the Old Testament the children of Israel leaving Egypt and going into the Promised Land. And the Red Sea parting. And manna coming every morning when they woke up. Forty years they traveled. Forty years their shoes did not wear out. We see the widow woman that didn't have enough meal and didn't have enough oil in her cruise. And she prayed. And while everything was happening, the meal did not run out. And the crews of oil always had some in it. We see in the battles that Israel fought, we watch and we hear and we read of the stories of how the oil did not run out. We see these things and we marvel at them. And, but we should take note of them. We shouldn't just marvel at them. We should take note of them. If God will do that, then He will do that now in your life. We see in the famine and the drought that the prophet was by the brook and the ravens fed him. Don't you think that the ravens are still under the master's command and that if so needed, he would have the ravens to feed you? Oh, but you say that's different. What's different about it? The only thing that's different about it is the characters. Maybe you're not Elijah. Maybe you're John. Maybe you're Sam. Maybe you're someone else. Put your own name there. If you are God's people, if you are one of God's children, God will take care of you. Think back on all of the times in your past where God has taken care of you. What makes this time you're going through now different? We think that 2020 was crazy, 2021 wasn't much better. Oh my gosh, we're about to face 2022. What's going to happen? I don't know. God does. God understands because he's already there and he's seen what's going to take place. And if we will put our trust and our faith in him, 
we will come out better on the other side. Jesus was standing at the, on the shore and he told his disciples that they were going to go get in the boat and they were going to go to the other side. They got in the boat and they pushed off from the shore. Jesus was tired and he went down into the ship to, to take him a little sleep, to take him a little nap. And while he was sleeping, a storm brewed. And oh, the wind blew and the waves beat on the ship and they were overtaking the ship and water was coming in the boat. And the disciples, they were bailing and they were stressing and they was worrying and oh my gosh, they finally went and woke Christ up because my gosh, don't you care that we are all going to perish? You see, they forgot something that Jesus said right before they got into the boat. And that was, let's get in the boat and go to the other side. We marvel a lot of times at the scriptures when Jesus woke up and he said, peace be still, and the wind stopped and the waves stopped. And he looked at the disciples and he said, oh, ye of little faith, why does these things trouble you? And I'm going to use my own words. Why do these things trouble you? Christ had already promised the disciples they were going to the other side. Did they doubt that he meant what he said? Maybe they thought, well, the storm, he didn't see the storm coming, so therefore he didn't know. Well, I've got news for you. Christ sees the storms, and he knows. He knows everything about you. He knows what's going to happen to you tomorrow or the next day or five years from now or ten years from now. He knows already. And he's told us we're going to get to the other side. You go, Robert, where, where has he told us that? When he ascended into heaven, he said, go and teach and preach to all nations till I come and receive you. I'm coming back. In my Father's house are many mansions, but I go to prepare a place for you. Oh, well, he's just talking to the disciples then, wasn't he? No, he was talking to all of his children. He's gone to prepare a place for each and every one of us. In other words, let's get in the boat and let's go to the other side. It's easier said, I worry. I have concerns right now in my life. But I know that no matter what happens, I'm going to get to the other side. I know that no matter what happens, Christ will be there. And he'll be walking with me. And the grandfather looked at his granddaughter and he said, Here, let me hold your hand while we cross the road. And the granddaughter said, No, Grandpa, I want to hold your hand. He said, No, honey, let me hold your hand. Well, someone overheard it, and they asked the grandfather later, so why wouldn't you let her hold your hand? He said, because in panic, in fear, she'll let go. I will never let go of her hand. God doesn't panic. God doesn't worry. God doesn't get scared. God will never let go of your hand. 
let him hold your hand. And let's see what 2022 holds for all of us. Will there be good days? Yes. Will there be bad days? Well, of course. Will there be indifferent days? Yes. But I promise you, no matter what, we'll get to the other side. We might not survive 2022. We might die in 2022. But as long as we die with Christ, we'll get to the other side. Perhaps we'll get to talk a year from now again. And we'll look back at 2022 a year from now and we'll go, wow, what a, what a year. Every year I look back and I go, wow, what a crazy year. Ever since I've been an adult, I'm 56, soon to be 57. Just in a few days, I'll be 57 years old in 18 days. And I look back on all of my adult years and I go, wow, that was a crazy year. That was a crazy year. That was a crazy year. But I got to the other side in each one of those years. One of these days, God will call me home, and I will truly get to be on the other side, where there is no worry and there, where there is no concern, where there is no heartaches or sorrow. Some have already crossed over. My mom's been there for 21 years. My dad's been there for six years. They have no worries. But while they were here, they were concerned. They was worried. They wondered what would happen to their family. They wondered what would happen to them. They had bills to pay. Some Most of the time, too much bills and not enough money. But as long as they allowed God to hold their hand, God never let them go. So I'm here to tell you what me worry let God hold your hand you'll get to the other side our Heavenly Father Lord we thank you for this day Lord we thank you for your many blessings upon our life Lord for allowing us the opportunity again to come and study your word Lord I ask that you'll move that you'll touch on those that are listening now those that will listen into the future God that you will bless Lord and that you'll move and, Lord, that you will take a stronger stance in each and every life because each and every life will allow you to have a stronger position. And, Lord, when that worry and that doubt and that dread creeps in, Lord, we ask, Lord, that each and every one that listens will just pull up and open their Bible and they'll get into your word and they'll find their solace and they'll find their comfort and they'll find their peace in your word. In Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Hey guys, until we talk again, take care of each other. Be good, and we'll see you later.